about the same time she was saved. She doesn't look that old, but um, she's uh, um, just had a child, I guess, within the last year or so. Uh, she's got two books out. Um, one is, did you say something? Oh, okay, yeah. Um, well, I've got 18, so you wow me. <laughs> <laughs> just saying uh yeah she grew up in australia and um she's got one it's called deep where is that one i i'm trying to scan through and find you the pertinent things um you can find her on amazon and so that's always good to do if you're interested in, in reading i think her first one was a devotional book uh, mo- mostly learning how to listen to God's voice and the second one is the prophetic voice of God so um, it seems like her specialty is teaching believers how to hear the voice of God and understand his voice um, so anyway um, we're going to listen to her this prophecy I was able to um, get an understanding of what God is speaking um, through uh, his uh, prophets because it's always good to allow God to uh, speak what he wants people to know right now um, many of the things that you will hear will be familiar to you and it's because you have heard them before uh, by the spirit of God and so I just like to be able to tie things together in a sensible way so that it's not a bunch of fragments. You know, it's kind of interesting if you think about all the people who stand in the prophet's office or who prophesy and all the messages they get. Uh, it's good if they can be tied together somehow. Now, I know um, there are people in the body of Christ, they do, um, they make efforts to make sure, uh, that they're compiling things but sometimes those lists get awful big uh, there's a website I think it's Elijah list they got so many prophecies on there you don't even know what's what and who's who and so I know God has a better way of pulling information together so we can make sense of it so we can get instructions so we can move forward and do the work God has called us to do so prophecy is for more than just listening to or or getting a blessing out of there's instruction there as well and so I'm always trying to make sure we get instruction and move forward and all of the things that we do in God, you know, are a blessing. One of the things that the Lord, now anybody's been in this ministry for any length of time, you know that uh, we are forerunners in the move of God. Watchmen go out before everybody else does. So there are some things that we have been doing for many years, in fact decades, that other men, members of the body of Christ do not do and I've had to fight through the nonsense of you know you shouldn't be doing that where is that in the Bible and the, you know the, the devil's giving you ideas and all I've fought through that warfare already and so I understand what God's called us to do uh, but the one thing the Lord told me recently is that the rest of the body of Christ is catching up now I remember some years ago he told us that our prayers were only five years uh, ahead of the rest of the body of Christ. That we could we would start to pray things in in five years time. Whereas when we started it was 15, 20 and 
30 years ahead because people just don't catch revelation real quickly. So God has to send people out that he's gifted to do that and digest it and start working in it so that we can see other people work in that same kind of authority as well. Uh, Apostolic authority is not common in the earth. And so when you can go into cities and command spirits that hold those cities um, under control and keep wrestling with those until you make them bow, that's a different level of authority than most people carry. You know, most people can get needs met, you know, and, and that's good and that kind of thing. But you've got to understand that somebody has to fight those battles. And so and it's going to be more and more common to see more and more believers functioning that way. Uh, so that and it needs to be done because we need to make some progress. You understand what I'm saying? We need to get this work done. It can't be done by trial and error and it can't be done in powerlessness. It must be done in God. God's method and the way God has it happen. So I I say that just to let you know where you are and who you are and how to stay in the flow of of going ahead of the pack and understanding what God has us to do uh, to bring uh, the right authority into a city. Uh, You know, and not many people want to do it. You know, I've face that devil over the years too I don't get offended when people leave I don't get offended if they don't want to pray anymore all of that you know it used to cause me a lot of you know what do we need to do Lord and he said said, I'm taking care of things if they don't want to work for me let them go you know he can't force them to and so we have to just maintain our focus on what he's called us to do and make sure we know what to do but it's good to always get um, some some additional confirmation. It's good to get some cooperation and get some some vision of what God is speaking to His body in general. Uh, when that uh, prophecy you you read today about the believers was that 2010? Of uh, the date on that prophecy about the year of the believer? Do you remember what year that was? Right. And see now it's eight years later and now it's being spoken for the, you know, you understand what? So keep in mind who you are. Keep in mind where you are. Keep in mind what you are called to do because it is extremely important that we function in the place where God wants us to function in. Uh, it's easy to get real excited when you hear prophecy and think, oh boy, I'm going to read everything this person has and all this kind of stuff. Be led by God, okay? It's, this is something that you should be familiar with already and it's something that is, is very, very uh, common for us, but we need to understand where everybody else is so we'll know how to stay where we're supposed to be and how to continue to stay ahead of the pack because that's where we're called to be amen okay so you ready miss wana you got her queued up okie doke sounds good sounds good I got no choice. (laughs) 
I could hang on or hang off or whatever, you know. Just let me know. Golly, I, this is one of my favorite places on the planet, I just have to say. So every time I come back, I'm like, yay, I'm so excited to be here. So um, this morning, I just want to dive in and I'm going to share a lot of things that the Lord has been speaking to me about in this, um, the last kind of six months and beyond. Uh, but really, my heart this morning is that um, you would be really encouraged in this new time that we're in, that God is about to do something that we've never seen before. Amen? That he's about to do something so new and so fresh. And so what I want to share is just basically some keys of encouragement and, and challenge of what I feel like God is, is really speaking right now to prepare us to carry what he's releasing. So I want to start by sharing with you, and you may have heard me say this before, but about six to eight months ago I had a dream and the Lord was repeating the same word to me all night long, the same sentence. Now for eight hours straight he said the same thing and I thought my goodness if he's saying it that many times then the Lord's trying to get a point across right this is really important pay attention and you know what he said to me he said Lana it's not the end of a season he said it's the end of an era he said it's not the end of a season it's the end of an era he said my people are now moving into a new era what I'm about to do is so completely new it's so fresh it's like nothing you've ever seen before And that's where I want to dive in off from today because I believe that we are in this new era. I don't believe that it's coming. I believe that we've crossed over, that we've entered into this new era. But moving into a new era, there are new new strategies, there's new blueprints, there's new things. We can't hold on to what we did yesterday or how we saw him move yesterday. That's amazing and wonderful. But I feel like there's an urgency really in the heart of God right now that says, lean in and listen and ask for I salve like it, it says in Revelation that you will see as I see and it, it doesn't surprise me that there's been such a battle over vision in this, in this last hour there's been such an attack of the enemy in so many different ways to try and hinder the vision of God's people whether he's saying what did God say that's not going to come to pass or whether there's been opposition against the vision every time you take a step forward you feel like you get pulled back ten steps well I'm here this morning to herald to you that there is a major shift taking place right now where you are going to see greater vision, greater increase of what God is doing in the earth. But I want to say this, that God is breaking delay. That God is breaking delay. In 2015, the Lord spoke to me and he said, Lana, my people are moving into a time where you shall see delay broken. 
when I, or just before I got to the United States, the Lord gave me a word for your nation. And I saw the Lion of Judah over the nation. His paws were, the four paws were on the four corners. And he was roaring over the nation. And as he roared, he was roaring that he was breaking delay. And as he roared, I could hear a laugh. And it was the laugh of God that said, nothing stands against what I'm about to do. Right? Nothing stands against my plans and my purposes. And since I have been in your nation, there has been such an acceleration of this word within me. I will go to bed at night and I hear him all night long. Lana, I'm breaking delay. I'm breaking delay. I'm breaking delay. Every place I go, I say, Lord, what do you want me to decree? It's always one of the things he has me to decree. So this morning, I want to decree that over you, that God is breaking delay. He spoke to me and said he's turning the page on delay. So I release that over you this morning. He is turning the page on delay and that there is the delay that you may have experienced will no longer be part of your story. Amen? That it's not going to be part of your story anymore. Now, I'm not talking about delay as far as disobedience causing delay. I'm talking about a demonic assignment against the promise and vision of God in your life to try and hinder you from moving into what God has called you to. But see, the thing is... The enemies come against to try and delay, but God is looking and he's saying accelerate. That where the enemy's fighting hard to try and delay, God is releasing acceleration. I believe that we are about to see the Spirit of God move in so many different ways and in such significant increase that you will put your hand in radical obedience to what he asks you to in this new era and it will flourish unlike anything you've ever seen before. But I want to say this, the Lord is repeating to me over and over again that this new era is going to require radical steps of obedience. It's going to require radical steps of obedience that there will come a moment, moments, in this new era where there will be a decision that has to be made by the body of Christ that says, will I follow man or will I follow God? I feel it in my spirit so strongly that the Lord is going to begin to lead us in new ways and you're about to do with him what you thought you would never do and you're about to go into places that you've never imagined. But there is a yielding that I'm feeling in the spirit where the Lord is saying, will you go wherever I want you to go? Will you do whatever I want you to do? And are you willing to live your life interruptible? Are you willing to live your life in that place that says, Holy Spirit, you can you can interrupt my plans at any moment. You can interrupt my life and lead me in a completely different direction. Because the Lord really has been like weighing heavily on my heart that in this new era, when he gives you new strategies and new blueprints and says to you, step out of the boat and do something new, that it will require that obedience, but as you choose to follow him, that there will be major, 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 major breakthroughs. There will be major shifts that will take place because God is looking for us to be people that live by his agenda. Amen? That we live by what he is saying, what he is dreaming, and where he is going. And I I felt really strongly in the last two weeks that there is a trailblazing anointing that God is increasing right now. I was in worship a couple of days ago and I was hearing these words off the beaten track, off the beaten track, off the beaten track, over and over again. And I said, Lord, what are you saying? 
And he said, Lana, he said, some of the greatest adventures with me are now taking place in the body of Christ. But it means going into places that nobody's been before. Or it's paving ways that you never thought you were going to go in. But as you take my hand and as you begin to run with me, my fire follows. So I believe that God is, that he is releasing new assignments in this new era. He's releasing a new birthing, he's releasing new mantles, but it requires you and I being in that place that says, I will step out and I will go wherever you want me to go. Amen? Hallelujah. And that's my little Benjamin that we can hear at the front there. Isaiah 65:24 says even before they call I will answer while they are still speaking I will hear the significant acceleration that's upon us right now as the body of Christ I don't think we we even realize Because so many have been caught in that place of of delay and feeling discouraged and God, what's happening and what's going on? Where am I? Where are the promises? All of these different things. But God showed me very clearly the empowerment of his spirit and his power coming behind his people like a mighty wind and they were beginning to run further than they've ever run before. It wasn't a striving. It was out of the yielded place of following him in obedience and then beginning to run with him and see things happen that we could have never imagined I don't know about you but don't you feel that that excitement in the atmosphere that we are on the brink of seeing the greatest move of God that we've ever seen before and the thing I love about the Lord is that not only does he love to pour out and and all of that amazing stuff. He looks at you and he looks at me and he says, I want you to be able to carry what I'm releasing. I want you here for the long run, right? You're here for a marathon, not a sprint. And the the Lord has really been just really on my case lately about the fire of God coming but he said to me Lana many have been through the fire in this in this last season they've been in battle there's been significant opposition he said but do you know what he said in the fire he said I have brought a fortification within my people that cannot be shaken he said it's a fortification where you are forced to hold on to him and hold on to his word alone he is our life source that place of Matthew 4.4. I don't live by my circumstances. I live by every word that flows out of the mouth of God. Amen? That we are people that live in a higher reality. So in your in the fire, I, I want to prophesy over you this morning that there is a force. So you can imagine how excited... that has been placed within you. You may not even realize it yet, but there is a strength that God has placed within you that cannot be shaken. It can't be stolen from you because in that place you've held on to him and you've held on to his word. And that strength is going to be the thing that, that you see will rise boldness up within you. That fear is not going to be the full stop anymore. See, always at the, the gates of thresholds and, and you know, the crossing over places, the giants rise up. And they go, rah, you're not coming in. <laughs> but you know what? In that rah battle that you have with the giant before you step into your promise, there is a strength within you that is developed. 
I want to tell you something. I wrote uh, my second book is, is now available. It's called The Prophetic Voice of God. I didn't plan on writing another book and then I just started having dreams. The Lord said to me, get ready, get ready. Two weeks before the contract was placed in my hand, I heard the Holy Spirit very clearly say to me, Lana, you're about to enter the dark night of the soul. I said, hang on a sec, are we on the same page? Because I'm about to write a book, right? I have a contract and it's the season of acceleration and breakthrough. And he said it again, get ready. I said, I don't know how to get ready. He said it again, get ready. You're about to enter the dark night of the soul. But do not worry, I'll be with you. Ugh. That can't be God. (laughs) So the day the contract lands in my hand, the enemy comes against me with an assignment and he sends a lie into my life. But what happened? He found a landing place. He found a landing place in my heart and in my soul. He found a place of wounding and he came in and he began to torment. Now let me tell you, my husband will correct me later because I'm sure I'll get it wrong, maybe six months, I don't know how long it was, that it took me to write my book. There was torment day and night. I would be, I'd go to bed at night, have dreams, I was being killed by witches, all these horrible things and I'd wake up in the morning and have to go and minister. I'd say, Lord, I'm dying. Do you know what he would say to me? You're thriving. I said, are we on the same page, Lord? I said, I'm dying. He said, you're thriving. I said, God, I can't move any further. Like I'm stuck. I'm done. He said, you are in a season of rapid acceleration. I'm like, Lord, hello. (laughs) Hello. But his perspective began to shift everything in my life. Every day I would have to get up and all I had to live by was what was flowing out of his mouth. Because the torment within me was so deep that I thought, I I, I can't, I've got nothing else to hold on to. But why do I tell you this? Because out of that season, I thought, that's it, I'm being taken out, I'm I'm not going to be here anymore. I came out ten times stronger than when I went in. Amen? I came out ten times stronger and it's not because of my ability or what I did, it was because of him. But in that place, in that fire, in that, that darkness, the alignment of my yes and my faith where I had nothing else to go on. The word says you are good. The word says you are faithful. The word says that when you speak, that when you send a word forth, it goes forth to accomplish that which you've sent it to do. That's all I had to hold on to. And in that place was birthed within me a fire for the word of God and his nature that I know can never be stolen from me. And so I want to prophesy over you this morning that if you have been in a battle, if you've been in the fire in this season, that you're going to come out ten times stronger. Amen? You're going to come out with increase and with strength and with greater abundance. But you're going to come out with a greater yieldedness to Jesus and a yieldedness to his way and that place that says my roots are in nothing else but Jesus Christ alone. Amen? That I don't have my roots in my circumstances and how great the breakthrough is to My roots are in the one who never changes. So when my roots are down deep in Jesus, I can go anywhere. I can face any storm. I can go in the darkest places of the earth and I am not shaken because he's always faithful. He's always true. He always provides. He always loves. There is a maturing taking place in the body of Christ. And I feel an urgency in my spirit more than ever for two things in this new era. That we are to be deep in the word of God unlike ever before. That we are to be grounded and founded in this. 
Because in this new era, there are going to be false teachers, there's going to be deception, there's going to be stuff that rises up and God wants us to be moving in wisdom and discernment. He's been repeating to me in the last week, Lana, it is so imperative right now to be asking for wisdom and discernment. Be asking, be asking for wisdom. It's so important right now. Thank you, Lord. I saw the fire of God falling upon the body of Christ in powerful ways in this this new era. But one thing as I was watching it, the Lord said to me, I'm rebranding my people. And I said, Lord, what are you rebranding? Your pe- what's, the, what's the branding? And when he lifted up, because as he, he brought his hand down, the fire came. And as he lifted his hand, I saw a word that was burned across the body of Christ. And it was the word unstoppable. And I started to see things like people stepping into the darkest of places. And all they would do is step in and say the name of Jesus. And suddenly the atmosphere shifts. Suddenly things change. I saw the name of Jesus being decreed over bodies. And suddenly they were being healed. I believe there's an awakening that God wants to release of the name of Jesus the name above every name the name that every knee will bow and every tongue will confess that Jesus Christ is Lord, Amen the power of the gospel, I believe there's such a fresh awakening to the power of the gospel, Jesus Christ crucified and raised from the dead oh my goodness me thank you Lord the power of his name nothing stands against the name of Jesus Thank you, Lord. Okay, I want to share two more things and then I want to pray for you. At three o'clock in the morning, a week and a half ago, I'm lying in bed and I can't sleep. Now, usually I say this often, it either happens because my baby is awake, but in this point it was the Lord wanted to speak to me. And I said, Lord, what are you saying? And he said, Lana, I'm raising, uh, sorry, Lana, I'm raising up a new level of normal. And I was surprised. I thought, Lord, what do you mean? I don't understand what what you're saying. And instantly I began to see flashes of pictures as this vision of things that we tolerate in the world because that's just what happens, right? That's just what is expected. That's the normal way. And one particular thing was the Lord showed me months ago my oldest son was sick and I had a newborn baby and I'm thinking, oh God, I don't want my baby to catch this this cold. So I'm praying and I'm decreeing over my other two children and I messaged somebody and I said, would you pray for my kids just to make sure that I don't want them to get sick, the other ones. And they wrote back and said, of course I'll pray, but Lana, don't forget that it's normal for children to get sick. And straight away at the time, something I felt kind of was a bit awe in my spirit, but I kind of went about my day. At three o'clock in the morning, a couple of weeks ago, that was one of the pictures that came to my eyes. And the Lord says to me, Lana, I'm raising up at such a new level of faith that says, my God said it, that's it, end of story. Right? End of story. He said it, I believe it. I'm not taking that anymore. That is not my portion. And so I began to decree, no, Hang on a sec. Psalm 91, no plague shall come near my dwelling. Right? A thousand shall fall at my side and ten thousand at my right hand, but it will not come near me. 
I feel like the Lord is increasing faith in this season, that where that fortification has taken place in the fire, now he's adding increase, that you and I would believe him for greater things than we ever have before. See, because delay and despair and the hallways of waiting have, have just discouraged and wearied so many of God's people. But that is over. I believe that we're going to see the power of God demonstrated in what he has said and what he has decreed, what he's written in the books in the library of heaven over your life, over the city, over the nations. Now is the birthing moment. Right now is the acceleration of the birthing. Hallelujah. <clears throat> so I want to I leave you with this. And I want you to hear my heart on this. In this new era where God is going to blow your socks off, where we're going to be left in awe and wonder, where there's acceleration, God's going to open doors, the Isaiah 60 days right now, rise and shine for your light has come, the positioning, the divine uh, connections, networking, the places he's going to send you, all of my Lord, I can see it. All of the things that he's going to do, you're going to be in that moment of, I never thought this would happen. Like, this is incredible. Right? That moment is right now where we're going to partner with God to see the greatest moves we've ever seen. But I want to encourage you to stay close to his heart. Stay close to the heart of God, leaning on his chest. And Lord, what is your heart beating? What is it that you're saying? Because the Lord is decreeing an increase of momentum. It's time to build. But the Lord showed me there would be a temptation to manufacture. Let us not fall into that place of manufacturing to try and make something happen, to try and get somewhere in our own strength. My testimony is I said yes to him and he took me where I could never imagine. I didn't do anything but align myself with him. I'll go wherever you want, I'll do whatever you want me to do and he's opened doors I could never have opened for myself. So as you and I partner together in this new era, let us be people that continue to sit with him and say, your agenda, Lord. I want you on your terms, in your way, in your time. Interrupt my life, God. Because the King of glory is stepping in. So I want you to stand this morning and I want to pray for you. I felt the Lord wanted me to pray to release and to herald a season of greater vision. Encounters with the Lord to see what he has written, to hear what he is saying. But also I want to prophesy and pray over you if there's been delay in your life. And I want to decree that thing broken. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. God, I thank you this morning. I thank you for what you are doing and what you have done and what you're going to do. Oh, thank you, Holy Spirit. We love you, Jesus. We love you. Lord, I pray right now, 
right now for every person in this room, Lord God. Lord, I pray right now in the name of Jesus that delay is broken over your life in Jesus' name. I decree that God is turning the page on delay in your life, that there is a new beginning that God is opening up over your life. It's a new page. It is a new era. I release that this morning in the name of Jesus. Lord, I thank you for this new era and I thank you for the vision that you're releasing. Lord, I pray, Holy Spirit, that you would release right now, God, an impartation for eyes to see and ears to hear in greater ways, Lord God. I thank you for unprecedented levels of encounter with you, Jesus. Lord, that that we would be people that by your eye salve, that we will see, Lord God. Lord, I thank you that we're seated in heavenly places. Lord, that we war not from the earth, but from our seated place. Lord, I pray for great moments of encounter for everyone in this room. Lord, I pray that you would wake them in the night hours with prophetic dreams. And Lord, that you would wake them with encounters for keys. I keep seeing an unearthing of keys. God is going to give you keys of strategy in this season. That as you move in obedience to the strategy and the key of what God has given you, there will be a great unlocking. So Father, I thank you for an unlocking that you're releasing. I thank you, Jesus. And I decree a sovereign, rapid restoration over their lives this morning in Jesus' name. That what the enemy has stolen, that God is restoring to you. That where you've been in the fire, God is, you are coming out ten times stronger. I thank you, Lord God. I thank you that nothing is standing against your plans and your purposes. Lord, demonstrate your power. I thank you, Lord God, that you're going to reintroduce us to your power, Lord God. I thank you, Lord. I thank you, Lord. And God, right now, I just pray if there are any words of I can't, I just break those lids right now in the name of Jesus. And I decree you are unstoppable. You are unstoppable by the power of the Spirit. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. We love you, God. We love you. And Lord, together we say yes. We say yes afresh this morning. Yes to your way, to your purposes, to your plans, to your timing. Lord, interrupt our lives, Lord God. It's all for you and it's all for your glory. We bless you, Lord, in Jesus' name. And all God's people said, Amen. Bless you guys. Thank you. Amen. Praise God. Amen. Praise God. So that was amen. It's very, very current and refreshing and a, a accurate word from the Lord. I appreciate her dedication to hear from God. You know, you you can't have a normal life, quote unquote, and really uh, like you see people going, oh, let's go shopping, let's do this, let's do that. You can't do that if you you have to really spend time with the Lord. Now that's not condemning any. It's not a word of condemnation, but those are the signs where you you can know. You look at a person's lifestyle, what you can tell from what they say, and you want people who really do spend time with God and really do walk in the Spirit and and have some fruit, you know, to show for for their life and how they spend their time so it's it's wonderful when when people can make those sacrifices so that they can keep themselves in a place where they hear accurately from God so that when when they speak they help people you know and they, that accuracy comes across 
uh, in some ways. So I'm going to tie, try and tie this together with things that you already should have faith about. Okay, so I'm not, this isn't to show we know more than they know and we're better than they are and all that, but to tie it together so that it makes sense for you so you can relate to things that you should already know because they already have been spoken to you uh, by God. And so um, this is, is not a quiz or anything, but I'm just tying it together so that if you've been paying attention and listening, really listening to the prophecies uh, that are given uh, in our meetings, you'll start to get a picture of completeness where God is completing something here. Because uh, prophecy oftentimes is a bunch of fragments and we don't know how to put them together. So I try to put them together so you'll be able to know uh, what God's doing. Uh, some prophecies will be a surprise. They'll come out of nowhere where God just does a suddenly thing. Uh, but it'll make sense. But then there's a, a path that we're on uh, that he wants us to understand. Now she uses the term new era, E-R-A, and I equate that to new paradigm. So where did we find that? In Amos 9.13. So that is not just a season of blessing accelerated where the plowman overtakes a reaper. But it's going to be like that from now on. See a paradigm is a way of doing things. So it is a new way of doing things. So everything is going to accelerate from here on out. Where before you decree a thing it happens. Before you sow a seed it starts to produce. You can reap before you sow. All of that uh, it will happen because of God's spirit moving in that way. So he knows what he's doing. Um, uh, <clears throat> the um, Let me think. Let me see here. Okay, we said a new era is a new paradigm. It's not just a shift, but it's a, a a a removal of the old and replacing it with the new. So that the old did okay in its season. You know, sometimes we need slow growth in the body of Christ because people don't think God's going to do anything. And so he has to make sure that he's not leaving anybody behind that he wants to bless, but he wants us to know that's not my preferred way of doing stuff. And I can't do stuff slow all the time, so everybody's going to have to catch up. So when God accelerates, it is for the purpose of completing his work in the earth. He's completing his vision, and he's not so much trying to make it comfortable for us at our pace but he wants us now to start catching up to where he is and how he does things uh, he wants to uh, he's giving us new vision also with this new season in other words when she was saying purchasing ISAF so that we can you know to clarify your vision you start seeing the way God sees instead of just having natural so this is spiritual vision it's more spiritual vision and clearer spiritual vision where you're not going to be so focused on the way things are now and getting upset because they don't change or you don't see change you'll start just looking past that and looking at where you're going and more instead of looking where you are so God's uh, vision will come to us we can ask for it expect it 
I think his vision comes as we feed on the word. When she was saying you're going to have to study the word like never before. And stay in the word like never before. Uh, it's because uh, you're, when the word really is the vision of God. So once you start feeding more on the word you'll start seeing more uh, of what God wants to do. She said it's going to be something we have never seen before. And when I heard that phrase I was reminded because I I remember that phrase grabbing me when I, I heard it before. I heard it, uh, I did that teaching, I'm not sure what year it was. It was Gathering of Eagles, I remember that because it was in the winter time. I think it was 2012 when I did the one on Secretariat and the comparison between the body of Christ. Now I didn't know it at the time but uh, many prophets have stated that the horse secretariat was a a type of the body of Christ where uh, people had when because that that horse was so outstanding uh, and people didn't know why there was like this national and international um, people were just captured about that horse and it came at a time where uh, people were it was part of the Vietnam War was still going on and people were kind of fragmented and there were protesters here and stuff there and somehow people like people from all walks of life got excited about a triple crown winner you know and were really excited about that horse the story about the horse was very unique and unusual Uh, Secretariat of course was euthanized some years ago they found that when they autopsied that horse her heart was four times the size of a normal horse and so when you think about if you think about love and what it does to capture people into the heart of God you'll begin to understand some analogies there but I've tried to find some prophecies and teachings on it. I haven't. And it's probably because they may have been lost because back in the 70s they didn't have all the digital and, and recorded stuff we have. They didn't have YouTube or anything like that where you could put it online and people could find it easily. But uh, it did remind me of that. Uh, being a, a type of the body of Christ and, and people uh, made fun of Secretariat because she was too big and couldn't do this and couldn't do that and all that kind of stuff. And, and and was very um, uh, I guess not very graceful as a race horse, but was extremely powerful. And so I think about the body of Christ, where we get persecuted, we get talked about, get made fun of, we get cussed out, we get taken to court, we get sued, we get told we can't do this and that. But yet we are we we uh, emerge as the most powerful body in the earth when God adorns us uh, properly. She talked about the adorning of the bride and that is the warrior bride. The bride who knows how to war and knows how to fight and and fights with her rider. Amen. So Jesus uh, is the rider. If we talk about a horse and rider analogy and the warrior he rides in on his bride uh, to to, um, do good in the earth. Amen. Uh, She was talking about attack coming that came to her and it comes to hinder the vision. Amen. So uh, in about a major shift that there will be greater vision where we will be able to see greater things. Amen. See more things 
for God. I hope you're still taking notes because I'm trying to tie this together for you so it's going to make sense for you. Uh, see, these are things that you should know already. And so it's all I'm doing is trying to put it together for you so that it will make sense to you because this is the work that you're called to do. Amen. So when she talked about him breaking delay, that's definitely Amos 9.13. Things happening so fast your head will swim. Accelerated time. Amen. Um, uh, so uh, I think we had Amos 9.13 and 20.15. So I'm telling you the rest of the body of Christ is catching up. Because what was that three years ago now. So we're like three years ahead. So at some point we're all going to be able to converge together. And merge together and do our work in the same time frame. In which will be more power in the earth for sure. Amen. So she talked about the lion being over the United States. And lions are always rulership, dominion, power. Power over the devil's power. She talked about having radical obedience. Like you don't have time to sit and wonder about whether God wants you to do this or that. You know you step out and you find out that God's with you in the doing of things. Of course there's some requisites. You've got to have your heart right. You can't be doing it so that you can be a big deal. You know. Uh, I believe the the fluff and the the pretend um dominance of in the the church is is over you know the time where we used to they write books about that some people being left behind in their best sellers uh, uh a lot of the um uh those early spiritual warfare books uh and they the guy tell you Peretti and uh, your present dart all that stuff and they sold millions of dollars all that money should have been going to people who were really doing the work of the ministry and Christians spending their time and money reading nonsense fantasy I know tons of Christians that read Harry Potter books and get on Facebook and talk about how much they loved them and all this that stuff is over folks uh, this this is is nonsense what we spend our time our effort and our finances on entertaining ourselves when God has real stuff for us to get involved in and so it's it's I think it's a time where the body of Christ is to uh, be awake and alive like never before it's going to take radical obedience. Uh, when she talked about trailblazers getting ready, those are watchmen. We talked about us being forerunners. Trailblazers, same thing. That we will now begin to go where nobody has gone and do things nobody has done. We've always done this. When people would ask us about our prayers and what's this fair way? I don't believe that's the strong man and all this kind of nonsense, you know. And we stuck with what God gave us to pray and we have prayed it. So it pays off, amen. When you, when you have signs confirming that you're doing the right thing, you stick with it. You don't let anybody talk you out of it. So God confirms uh, what we do as we run with him. 
We are to go wherever he says. Go where nobody has gone. Just say I will step out and go. Or I will step out and do what God tells me to step out and do. Wherever it is. Start with your family. Start start with the people you're scared of all these years. Scared to talk to. <laughs> to witness to really. You know. Family members. Neighbors. Friends. People in the supermarket. Wherever you are. God. His anointing will take fear off of us. Amen. We'll be clothed in righteousness. Righteousness knows no fear. Amen. Uh, he mentioned Isaiah 65, 24. Before we call, he answers. Amen. Uh, it's Amos 9, 13. Plowman overtakes the reapers. Accelerated time. Before you think about it, he's already done it. Before you put the seed in the ground or the word in your mouth, he has he has uh, performed on it. So uh, the plowman overtakes the reaper. God lifts us up to His place, and we run at His pace. So we begin to uh, work hand in hand, more hand in hand with God, and uh, work at His pace. Uh, she says His fire will be imminent in the next move and when I see the word fire I think about the glory of God amen so it's the manifested glory and that will be imminent in this next move and what have we always declared the glory of God what did we see a strong manifestation of the last conference on the last night and we will see more because we've been expecting more amen so that's been a vision and if if you look at our our um uh uh cornerstone scripture for the 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 uh ministry Habakkuk two fourteen and then the whole chapter the whole earth will be filled with the knowledge of his glory that's what we've been praying toward that's what we've been binding these stupid enemies for years for to allow his glory to manifest the way he wants it to so you got to get breakthrough to get that you got to keep devils bound to get that and so we want that on on interrupted and unhindered power of God everywhere we go to every member of the body of Christ so it's not just for us uh, that know know these things but it's for others to pick it up too so it's always good to see others partaking of these things amen she talked about challenges uh, that she had to go through uh, the dark night of the soul where God refines us and makes us fail proof Uh, I think it was the gathering of eagles in 2015 when I talked about um, the uh, God was coming for uh, his bride to restore and doing restoration work in us Uh, if you didn't remember it go get it because this is very important because you'll think that you're going to die you think you never get your healing you think you're never going to get this that or the other but God God has us now in that restoration process amen he said he was coming for these things that hindered us from getting free to do what he wants us to do and be what he wants us to be 
we can't have identity crises in the body. You can't be still trying to prove to everybody how anointed you are. Or how special you are. Or God wants to use you too. Or you're a minister. You got You can't be wanting to do that stuff anymore. Now if you're not satisfied with who you are. You go to God. Let him remove this nonsense out of you. And, and, and get you free from that. He wants to keep. You know if you're worried about every little thing. That's why he blesses us financially. Because so, if you're always afraid of can I do this. Because I got to go to work. And I can't miss a paycheck. And this. You can't. So these things he wants dealt with. Amen. He wants all the earth encumbrances. All the shackles from earth. Because that's all it is. It's earth stuff. It, it has nothing to do with spiritual things. So he wants that earth stuff off of us. Uh, so, But she said when, when, when she came through up with it, it. She was ten times stronger than she was prior to. Uh, Mark Taylor, the fireman that got the Trump prophecies, he said he was sick for, uh, he said about six years. Nobody knew what was wrong with him. He finally wound up at uh, Dr. Colbert who eventually... He showed the prophecy because he knew he was a Christian. He was trying to get some validation or tell, find out if that was from God or not. And that wound up being a door that he needed to go through to get to the next place he wanted to get to. But he was physically very, very ill. He was a very sick man and thought he was having a nervous breakdown all these things people said it was in his head and all kinds of stuff and so uh sometimes the, that that weak flesh needs to be dealt with exposed it's got to be exposed and so god can heal and bring healing and wholeness into us so we need to know also uh that nothing will separate us from his love that's, that's got to be known if you don't know he loves you you got to know that the devil will beat you up so bad it puts you in condemnation. People who walk in the love of God, there's no condemnation to us. You got me? There's no no feeling small or insecure or always trying to toot your own horn. We don't have time to blow our horn, folks. We get time to work for God. So we He wants to put in us a strength that cannot be shaken. The way you get shaken is there's something the devil finds to connect to. So you give you a word that ignites that weakness or insecurity or that false thing in you and he can pull you through with that. So he wants to want to try to sift us, uh, push us through a sieve, you know, and put us through some stress. But God's not going to do it. He, he always comes with healing for us. Amen. So there's a maturing, she said, taking place in the body of Christ, which is a blessing. Once we quit crying for milk all the time, God can give us strong meat. Uh, you know, and, and I think we've been on milk long enough. You know, I mean, it's, sometimes we need to just look at some stuff people say and think, well, you know what, God, it's not going to kill me if I don't get that. If I don't get that before I leave this earth, it's not going to kill me. It's not the biggest thing in my life. 
we got to redefine what the biggest thing in our lives are. Amen. All false things, she says, will will start to manifest. People are going to try and create a move of God. And that always happens. Uh, but you'll know by signs, wonders, and mighty deeds. Quit following these people that just talk a lot and you never see them heal anybody. You never see anybody get delivered. You never see the power of God really fall. And I'm not talking about just worship manifestation i'm talking about their preaching should bring a confirmation of god's word amen so we should be she said get deep in the word of god like never before all we all have ought to have time before god put yourself on a fast if you need to and by that i mean uh put some stuff shut some stuff down and and let your let you lose your taste for it let yourself lose your taste for certain things. Uh, not always food, but certain worldly things. We have to divorce ourselves from those things. Because this is no time to, uh, you know, go out and, and start getting exotic and, and crazy. You know, we're not, we're not earth people. We are heaven people. Amen. Gotta feast on heaven things. Uh, we must ask for wisdom and discernment. Before you get involved in things, ask for wisdom. And discernment, man, how the fire and glory of God will fall on us. She said we would be rebranded as unstoppable. And y'all remember the young people in the ministry, the UC prophets? Uh huh. They were unstoppable. Yeah. And and so you'll hear these things have been planted already in you as familiar. So looking at most of them now, they're young adults now. They're still unstoppable. Amen. They're still untouchable. They're still invincible. And so, uh, yeah, so, you know, we have to begin to reclaim these things that have been spoken over us, over our seed, over the the smaller watchmen in the ministry and start calling those things forth because now is God's time for it. Amen. She said the power of the name of Jesus would come real into the earth. Amen. So, you know, respect for his name must be established among his people. We've got to know that that name means power. It has to command respect. Not only it is going to have to be respected by the devil when you speak it. It's got to be respected by you first. Amen. So don't throw that name around like a, uh, you know, some people use Jesus as a, um, uh, you know, a, um, well it's it's not it's in vain for sure because it's not really being used for power it's almost like shoot or you know that kind of thing an exclamation expression of exasperation and and that kind you can't name you can't do that anymore tell god to help you to stop it amen make yourself stop and start reverencing his name and pull it out when you need power and the more you reserve it for power the more it will be powerful it can't be used like a an ex- expression of um you know exasperation or something like that is you know jesus help you don't do that quit it please because it's not for that you see it's it start you start 
pulling it down from its exalted place of meaning and then it won't be useful to you it'll just be a tagline at the end of a prayer for you if you don't really understand that and so that's why God has taken the power off of it for many people and and in many situations because of the way it's misused so when he starts to bring it back in power it will be because people start to reverence the name and and hold it up and and use it for what it's needed for you know you when when you call your children by name you call them because you want them to respond to it and so that's what you're always doing invoking his presence his power and his authority with his name so yeah um let me see she said a new level of normal now to be honest with her you i was shocked to hear she was asking somebody for prayer who would tell her something like that you know i'm thinking you need a new prayer partner lady but you know and and when she began to use psalm 91 it's like we use that continually all the time it's the first thing that pops up now i'm not saying there's anything wrong with her what i'm saying is this is second nature to you because you are a forerunner now the rest of the body of christ is catching up you got me and so we need to always keep that in perspective that it's not to criticize or anything but it's to establish your position where you are where you're called to be so that you stay in that position of forerunning amen and so um uh yeah so uh let me see so this new normal will be your level is the word of God so maintain that and increase it amen your level of normal is whatever the word of God says it's supposed to be by his stripes we were healed we are a healed people we're not looking for healing amen we are healed God is increasing the level of faith for the body of Christ because his word only his word will happen heaven and earth will pass away but his word won't she said the call to the body of christ isaiah 60 arise shine amen arise and take on strength if you don't have that book by pastor shirley please get it it's full of prophetic revelation about the end time church and what we're supposed to be doing same thing that she's talking about god wants to do incredible things unbelievable things it's a time for the believers ministry this one reads that prophecy every time we get together for that reason to remind us this is the believers hour so it'll be the book of acts and then some the manifestation of the sons of god what the earth is travailing amen in 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 wanting to see happen so god wants us to come out and start doing the things in the earth that we need to do the power is in his atonement 
And we've all received of that. Amen. So you're not trying to pull down on any power. You're not wrestling with God for anything. He's releasing this. So you know stay in a place of expectation and readiness to receive. You know there's a lot of help for us when we get out and do the things of God. And and we won't worry about why it hasn't happened yet. Amen. Because he's taking care of delay. There are many things that we all want to do and want to see happen. Don't start grumbling and complaining. This is not a grumble season. This is rejoicing season because it's all coming together in a great way, I think. I know God is going to do something miraculous with us. Everybody that wants to be used by God, and I know you all do. I know I do. And God's going to see to it that it happens. All we got to do is stay faithful. Stay in there and hang in there with God. Do what he wants you to do. Uh, you know, start investing more time in the word. Um, you know, forget about some of these little frivolous things and, and just make a commitment between you and the Lord. God, I'm going to set aside X more time for you. Um, because the season of just being bored and waiting for things to happen is over. It's happening. If we don't make adjustments, we'll miss it. Amen. Because it's, you know, people do get bored. They do get, you know, well, nothing's going on much. I'm still reading these same prayers, you know, and that. But God's got to snap us out of that because he's, he's moving. Amen. He's always been moving if we'll dig for it. But most people don't. But, you know, he's making it more available to all all the body of Christ so amen all right why don't we stop we thank you father for what you've done and helping us understand who we are this day we we are your people and we have been waiting lord for words that will release us uh, more into your glory and your revelation and your understanding and your power power to do what you called us to do lord we thank you and we honor you and we bless you in jesus name if anybody needs prayer come on up and i'll prayer for you prayer prayer